変身
Yeah, just kids these days are definitely growing up way different than how we used to. And I remember just growing up and like the old, old uh, older people were saying the same thing about us. So it's like slowly, slowly transitioning to like nobody's outside anymore. <laughs> yeah. And it sucks, but like we've kind of like become like really weird about like who's allowed outside. And like, it's like when's the last time like you saw like a bunch of like space for people to like do stuff outside? Yeah, it's been a minute. And it's just yeah. funny, like, we grew up with movies like, you know, like, The Goonies, uh, Stand By <laughs> Me, and just, like, movies, like, where, like, kids just, like, randomly go out on adventures and, like, there's no yeah. adult supervision around, and they're, like, having a blast. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen again. I don't know how the world reversed back into it, and I know you said we wanted to talk about the Travis Scott in- incident, but you, you want to talk about the metaverse for a little bit? <laughs> oh, my fucking God. <laughs> like... <laughs> at one point to like connect like your two thoughts there at one point I thought fucking Super Mario Brothers 3 was gonna come out and I was gonna say California and like go across the country but nowadays it's like fucking I the metaverse is absolute bullshit and I'm gonna tell you right now it's absolute horseshit. it's stupid <laughs> it's just a good way to put a lot of money to something that's not gonna succeed more and more people are trying to separate their life into like spaces mm-hmm. who wants to like hang out and like actually bowl in their house bro it's like dumb. this this whole like thing that's going on right now has one of my friends so fucked up like we were having an argument about like how fast tech's moving <clears throat> and then this dude said that in 10 years there would be no more libraries i said what he's like the government's going to stop funding libraries. I bet you there won't be a library around in 10 years. I'm like, there's always going to be a library, but what a library is may be different. But to get rid of a library completely is, I, I that's kind of far-fetched for me. I just can't see that. I believe banks will probably be, you know, a thing of the past before libraries are gone. What's your thoughts on that? Deep I mean, metaverse uh, type shit. The thing about a like metaverse thing, it's this weird way that people want to develop in ways people don't actually want like who actually wants to like have to physically go to wikipedia you know like who wants to like worry about all that um it's just like it's like how often am i drinking soup and being like oh i wish i could also have this soup all over my body maybe (laughs) that's for some like people but that's not for me like i I just like want to use the internet and like leave and more and more like people are like Hey, I'm going outside. I'm like having time where I'm not listening to a podcast and like more and more people are like separating from like being connected. And like, I think like this stuff is a bridge too far for most people and they won't like engage with it, honestly. Yeah. Like I see the appeal for it. Like I just like had a conversation with my fiance about, you know, the difference between friends and coworkers. And I'm like, I would like to hang out with some of my coworkers, but I'm not driving like an hour or, you know, planning something to hang out. So, you know, like the idea of like maybe like meeting up in the metaverse and like just, I guess it's the equivalent of playing a video game in a sense. (sighs) Yeah, but also like Facebook is the equivalent of a farmer's market. Oh, yeah. Nobody wants to go there. You know, like I think I think Facebook is just grasping at, you know, like straws, whatever the terminology is for that. But I think they're just running out of ideas and they're just trying to be the the first to do something. 
And then he ripped off the idea of Facebook from somebody else. So he brought. <laughs> yeah. What I mean by like Facebook being like a farmer's market is like, uh, it's like the amount of information that you're exposed to and connection with people in Facebook is so much that so many people don't use it. And that's what I think like the metaverse is going to be. People be like, oh, I don't want this amount of connection to people. Like I want to have space for myself. I want to not be super into this, you know? Uh, but I think that we're going to see pushback against things like nowadays, like stuff for the public good, like parks or libraries, like would have trouble happening. Cause people would just call it like a massive, like socialist, like leech thing. But like, I feel like in the next couple of years, people are going to like see the people who are like against libraries and get like, against like public transit and be like wait this is a good thing let's work on that let's keep that around yeah there would be some kind of pushback so uh, for that kind of stuff to happen within 10 years uh don't see it happening but i I could see you know people make like started to make different divisions between you know living in virtual reality and living in real life i could see that have you seen this by the way um i just saw this article netflix reveals straw hats cast for upcoming one piece live action series bro yes i'm not what even like fuck? a one piece fan like i haven't watched one piece at all i remember you like telling me to fast away to uh you know get into the the midst of the story is to read the manga but i haven't had a chance to but this shit looks disgusting <laughs> it just looks nasty <laughs> the cast looks like a, like a little kids movie type shit like some kind of peter pan stuff but uh, what did you think of the live action cast? And I didn't even know Netflix was behind it. That's extra weird. Oh, wow. I'm looking at this cast. and Yeah, bro. Very strange fuck. cast. I feel like a couple things. One, Luffy. I think you could cast Luffy. I don't think that you could cast anybody to be Zoro without having a whole bunch of people be like, this dude is not hot enough. People are very attracted to that like Samurai dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, they cast who they cast for Dobby just looks like a person that would be in like a Netflix movie or an anime. Uh, they cast Usopp. He's black. That's not great because like he's also like a character that people already talk about as far as like being some like racial stereotypes. So that's not great either. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, and I just don't understand why Netflix feels obligated to make all these live action anime films like. <laughs> You know, like, they started out with, what, Death Note? And then they, uh, they're doing, like, the Cowboy Bebop. And now they're doing One Piece. I'm like, is their algorithm, like, so fucked up? They're like, okay, people love anime. Let's just let's just push this live-action anime uh, shit. I'm just like, nobody wants that. It's a 10-episode <laughs> series. Nobody wants that, though. Like, who, who asked for that? I'm so confused. I mean, like, it's not like people like dubs anymore so is this like the weird oh we know this is popular but we also know people don't like to read or like have challenging stuff in it so let's just fucking make it again i i just want new stuff that's what i want like i don't want to watch a live action one piece with any of my soul i have just have nothing for that yeah and it sucks that this is some people's first uh you know impression of what one piece is they probably don't even know it's an anime <laughs> like, oh, it's probably gonna be like number five trending of the week whenever it does come out because they can control their numbers. So they're gonna get views on it regardless because 
they're gonna do something with the yeah. algorithm. Cowboy Bebop is like next week or something. Um, they're doing like an Avatar show with live action. I think mm. it's just a bad idea. The, the, one of their projects does actually sound kind of good though. They're doing a live action Yu Yu Hakusho in 2023, and that could actually work. Yeah, I could see that, but I'm, I'm just like my thing is who's asking for these films, like or these series, like the Cowboy Bebop. I did see the trailer. Uh, was it last few weeks ago? It came out. It looked pretty good, though. It looked solid. Like, I'm a Cowboy Bebop fan, and I was really nervous going into that trailer, but from what I saw, it looked pretty, it looked pretty spot on. <laughs> what uh, the fuck? Somebody oh, took the picture of yeah. a young rock when he has, like, the... Uh, mm-hmm. I guess the, the rock to be cast as uh, No, it's a joke, but it looks like uh, the um, younger Togoro, I think, is, like, one of the main, like, antagonist from that show that would be like if somebody like photoshopped Gilbert Godfrey to be Frieza I don't know but I don't know that's great but no uh, I just want new stuff like I'm definitely like super I don't care what's coming out like I that Ghostbusters movie I keep hearing things about us it. like oh it's actually not that bad and yeah like, I'm actually excited for that one but like yeah you're right I, I want like new stuff too but I mean I'll take it I like the cast. The trailer looked pretty solid. Um, I don't really have any like, uh, you know, like they should never make another one type, you know, feelings about the original Ghostbusters. So, I mean, this should be fun. If they were doing something a little more different, I'd be like fine with it. But it just seems kind of like, uh, are people? It has a Stranger Things type feel to it from <laughs> from the trailer. And they cast um. One of the Stranger Things there, so yeah, I think that's what they're going exactly for. Exactly there, but I mean, even Stranger Things has Ghostbuster vibes, so full circle. Yeah, um, I just want to see interesting things done with the existing franchise. I'm not sure if like just making somebody somebody's kid is gonna work for me, but uh, yeah, who knows? Maybe I'll see it and be like, oh damn, they fucking crossed those streams real good, <laughs> and now I'm back in. Uh, but Speaking of like cross streams, um, what the fuck happened with like Travis Scott? Yeah, that shit is wild, bro. Like, very sad. You know that that happened to people, and it's coming out now that a lot of people are also missing. So I don't know if they're like suppressing the numbers to make it like not look as bad. But yeah, from the videos I've seen, the stories that are coming out is very sickening. I haven't looked at this. So what? happened was there like a stampede in the crowd or something was there like a okay so allegedly someone was running around and uh injecting people with some kind of drug they're saying it was fentanyl and like people are like passing out and like i guess getting trampled uh and people are like screaming for like help and like stop the show and like travis wasn't stopping the show and then like he's his videos that he did stop the show and then he started back and it was just like People were like also coming out with videos saying it was like a concert from hell. And now there's like theories about this being some kind of satanic ritual. And it's like just bananas, bro. It's like so many crazy theories are coming out of this thing. And it's like very, very, very like nasty energy from this whole thing. And I don't know how he bounces back from this. I'm pretty sure he still have like a, a music career. But like having this festival again, I don't see how he could like, okay, let's try this again. Um, he is so excited for the metaverse. <laughs> yeah, I, 
And like it's like Fortnite pulled his like avatar from Fortnite. And it's like I've seen videos of like at concerts and like the DJs playing a Travis song and like people are booing for them to turn it off. And you know, like with the, with deaths attached plus cancel culture, I'm interested in seeing how he recovers from this because this this is this is really bad. I mean, I'm not sure like there's even like a cancel culture angle. It just sounds like the dudes like real negligent when like some shit was going down. Like it's not like he like also said, and also guys, here's my opinion. <laughs> like unless he did, but damn, that's how does eight people die? Because like. Yeah, that's like wasn't it like Woodstock '99? Like three people died, and that was like a major catastrophe. Sorry. Yeah, eight, and then there's also people being reported as missing. It's just it's very wild. Like I I fell down a rabbit hole <laughs> researching and reading articles about this whole thing, and it's very odd, very odd. Yeah, I don't know what <laughs> how it happens. Um, and they're like, is this the end of festivals? I doubt that. I don't think it's that extreme. I think people are still going to festivals. They're like, oh, it didn't happen to me. That's just how people think, you know, but this is just like a, you know, a red flag for more safety and more precautions that should go with, you know, festivals moving forward. Yeah. And like to an extent, like you, there's some level of like reasonable. Wow. Somebody just brought in fentanyl. It's like injecting people. That's wild. Uh, That's not something we expect, mm-hmm. but damn, like I just, uh, don't even know how you screen for that, honestly, because uh, there's not that much metal there or whatever, but just wow. Yeah, yeah that's terrible. This, this sounds like one of those things where there'd be more uh, like s- requirements for security to search people, but then it's like invasion in your privacy also. You know, I don't I don't know how they're going to navigate through this, but I'm definitely going to be paying attention. Probably just no privacy. Like, hey, <laughs> if you like don't want to get like full cavity search, don't go, like don't go to Travis yeah. Scott causers. And think about how many people go to that, and then you have to search individuals like lengthy like that. It's going to be a chaos. So I don't know. Yeah, no, that's freaking wild. Um, yeah, but not as wild, or maybe as wild. Uh, we have some uh, Tokusatsu two talk about like i'm not sure if you know but uh that's the this podcast bread and butter right there <laughs> yes sir uh and so we are looking at uh two shows in parallel that is chosen sentai Jetman and comrade bill and how we do this so we have uh two uh two episodes for each so as uh five and six for both shows so first we're gonna talk about Jetman. so yeah before we get into these summaries uh these episodes this is a good show. Great show, man. <laughs> Peak. This is yeah. If Ghostbusters wanted to do a new season <laughs> each year of a different theme and bring in Gray, who I'd be all for that. <laughs> Yo, he's a fucking legend, bro. Oh my god. <laughs> my goodness. I can't wait to talk about his performance yeah. in this episode. Uh so we start with a <laughs> episode five fall for me which is a two-part of episode four we're basically uh white swan cowry the like um rich girl like jet man uh crashed and is now like um she's mentally like been traumatized in a way where like she th- does not have like full use of her legs it's not super explained but she wants to keep training to be a like true warrior uh, and 
Then we like get like a bunch of like fun scenes of like the Viram generals talking and like Gray smoking some more. Then like <laughs> the team practicing to like synchronize and uh. Then we get this absolutely goaded scene of Gray <laughs> listening to music on a gramophone, <laughs> drinking wine as he maintains and loads his rifle. And <laughs> Then he lights up Please. a black and smokes it. Like, come on, bro. I'm like, this is hard. Like, you got a guy and black in this in the same or gray in the same show? Are you kidding me? Gray and guy live in the same universe. <laughs> it's wild. Fuck it. In the metaverse, like, we're gonna start calling it like, yeah, like she's got some like gray and miles and hang out, just <laughs> gray and miles. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> but just the gramophone and the wine glass and like loading his sniper with actual Yo, bullets. I had to rewind that and be like, what did what just happened? Dude was a whole vibe. Dude <laughs> just, was a whole everybody's vibe. Everybody's a vibe, bro. <laughs> and also uh the um other general Tran is also a vibe this episode because um we see him like his um Sunglass like <laughs> VR headset retracts and like <laughs> comes in too when he's like upset and it's like this is great. <laughs> Perfect. This show was beyond uh, his years, bro. Like this is like futuristic shit. Like right now, if you had any of these characters, like uh like if you had like the farmer, the like blue ranger that wants the money, if you had like guy, if you had like half these bad guys, like People would be all for it, but just yeah. Um, so then um, we get a scene where Cowrie tries to walk as the team looks on, and like she can't reach her wheelchair, and then they all get attacked. Um, and it includes Cowrie and Guy almost getting run over by a train, <laughs> and like um, Bricks closing the rest of the group as they fight too, and like randomly guy has like a motorcycle to like throw it gray and they hide and then guys like hey you're gonna fall for me someday <laughs> it's just uh um and we also get one of my favorite tropes uh but whenever you have like the red ranger on top of a car as it's just flying on like in like some <laughs> quarry that's my favorite thing like growing up like whatever episode that happened in was my favorite episode of Power Rangers. I was like, oh, this is great. This is perfect. That always happens with the Red Ranger? Uh, it at least happened with, like, the original like, Power Ranger team. Oh, okay. It's like, uh... I'm like, why is he just... Why is he even, like, putting himself through this? Like, <laughs> was there any reason just to be on top of the car? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's so many moments through the episodes where I'm like, damn, you guys should have transformed and, like, yeah. done something about this. He made it way harder for himself. Going through it. Um, and there's so much happening in this episode, too. Because, like, they get, like, attacked by, like, Maria, too. And, like, Rhea was like, oh, you like, you, you, like, you're like my dead girlfriend, Ray. And then also the ground opens up and, like, he's holding, like, a little, like, cowrie. And then she, like, gets her legs back and, like, kicks her and they all transform. It's a lot going on. So was that Ray or was that somebody that looked like Ray? Uh, I was under the impression that that was Ray. Technically, we're unsure, but I'm sure like she's just Ray, but she got found in space and yeah. turned into something probably. 
Yeah, because it, like, it like showed like a flashback when she like got sucked out the ship. So I assumed that uh, the Virum found her and made her part of the squad. Yeah. That or maybe it's like a, oh, in the other dimension, I'm that dimension's version of Ray. Who knows? Oh, true. Multiverse type shit. Yeah. Uh, and then like the road dimension comes back and um, they like combine their jets, but not into like a Megazord like robot, but into like a bigger jet. And yeah, it's like, that's pretty Icarus. cool. Yeah. Uh, and then this, uh, the most perplexing part of this whole episode full of incredible things uh, is that um, the Yellow Ranger, like, right to ask Cowrie, oh, are you all right? It just kicks him in the balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a nice dude. He's, like, been perfectly nice. He's been supporting you. Hey, are your legs that weren't working okay? Yeah, asshole. Like that. So that's how you show my man's your legs working. Cool. The nice. Yeah, like I, if she had the guy, it'd been a little bit more like understandable. But you know, Rat Rita, he didn't do nothing to deserve that. Yeah. Uh. But just literally, probably like a few lines the whole episode, and get, gets kicked in the balls. <laughs> what a great episode of just like solid Sentai, like solid Toku, just lots of effects, lots of stuff. Uh. And the crazy thing about this episode, like I had to double check to see if I was on episode uh, five because this felt like a finale when they're like fighting and shit. I'm like, wait a minute. Whoa, yeah. what's going on? And I like pause it. And it was like episode five. I'm like, yo, this is this is going to be a crazy ass show. It's going to be a roller coaster for sure. Something I love, too, is that um, while they're getting hunted by the generals, there's this great scene where um, <laughs> we see that Gray scans the building and sees them so he just lights up another black and mild of his finger yeah I had that in my notes too <laughs> it just too much sauce man <laughs> how do you how do you not give up like is that why they finally like made power to they're like hey guys we've topped it let's just like let them start doing stuff and copying us <laughs> can't go any higher than this uh but no uh just uh like do you think that was like improv or they wrote that into the script because that had to be like improv like who writes that like here's the part where you like stop and like light a black and smoke it <laughs> I like the idea that the person in the suit can turn the fire on and off <laughs> you just freestyle and shit I think like it's a good safety coats nowadays but back then totally they're like hey and this is the button that turns the lighter in your finger on Whatever you think you need a black and mild, just do it. Yeah. Right in the script. Your camera's always on. <laughs> just what a fucking... See, if... That is why Star Wars is the best at doing, like, new movies and stuff. Because they always include something like Grey. They always yeah, include some, like, dumb sci-fi weirdness. You know? Yeah. Like, in the bar, like, you got, like, a random alien, like, just, like, slamming a glass on the ground. <laughs> or, like, drinking... Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, I <laughs> had like a free book from some club and I just like bought like a bunch of like the old like not canon anymore Star Wars books. I'm so excited. Like that is just exactly what I need sometimes. Just like uh, old 90s Star Wars has like Photoshop Harrison Ford. <laughs> Perfect. But yeah. Uh, and uh, that leads to episode six. Uh, Get Angry Robo. And basically, uh, the main thrust here is that uh, the team is not in sync again because Guy is going too fast and like he doesn't want to hear about it. Um, 
And then like um, we see this like girl like hanging out in her bedroom, listening to music and like putting on makeup. And then the house gets bugged and her house sprouts tentacles and a mouth and starts trying to eat her. Yeah, the, the creativity with these like monsters or dimensions is next level, bro. And yeah. like they're awesome. Like, just, like, yeah, yeah, no misses yet. Not one monster missed. <laughs> and like these are the early ones, so I'm wondering like how fucked up they get. <laughs> True. And they're like violent as fuck too. Like just like snatching mm. people eating them and yeah, wow. Yeah, and um, <laughs> we see the scene where Guy and Cowrie. Are having lunch and she's like hey want to go on a date and and he's like i don't want like any of that pity shit like you're gonna fall in love with me but hey don't take too long and then he just like puts his hand on like a waitress says hey what's up and then like the next scene is he's driving her and she's like hey let's go to my place and he's like all right man <laughs> perfect character love guy and like uh, because the monster is called like the house dimension like I thought it was like all her family but I guess it's like more of like an apartment monster because like it's like just like eating people like in this whole place and like going around um, and um, <laughs> so guy gets like attacked by this monster and the rest of the team shows up including Ryu who has like a red dune buggy that he just like driving through the streets yeah, House Dimension pulled one of the biggest cop blocks in, like, history. Like, my man's guy is at the chick's house, you know, about to handle his business. And then, like, all of a sudden, House Dimension is, like, not not so fast. <laughs> and then and then, uh, and then Ryu comes in, tries to save the day. And that scene's, like, great, too. It's, like, very clear. This is, like, just, like, a set or soundstage, but it's cool. <laughs> like, they're, like, breaking glass, and there's, like, tentacles everywhere, including... Including like one tentacle that's like holding the door shut by like turning <laughs> oh, yeah. the knob. Yeah, the effects, <laughs> this is great. the effects were solid. I liked it a lot. And then like it was like one moment, like I guess Ryu or Guy cut like a tentacle off and then like looked like an elephant trunk. <laughs> it's, what a great monster. And um then the house goes like full kaiju after it grabs like Ryu and then Ryu's like um what I wrote down is the full on like one-on-one fight versus like a like goldar like dude because he's just like getting his ass kicked in there as they're fighting on the outside uh and they become the robot form instead of the jet form but they don't want to hurt the house and like they don't have enough like sync because they're not all together so then like we see like guy just jump in and like the main like um a main like bad guy dude like turns monstrous to it like ah but then they like leave it's like oh you don't uh have one over me anymore like we're even and then they like transform again like the cockpit looks great and they're doing all this stuff and like it's all super technical perfect yeah i wasn't expecting a leader to get washed like that (laughs) i thought he was gonna put more of a fight but he, he legit like got his ass handed to him yeah. And he was like in perfect form, I guess. I mean, unless he like has like a different transformation, but he even like leveled up and still got washed. <laughs> I I don't think we're going to see like a lot of like next level stuff. Like I'm wondering if that's like his monster form for the whole series, you know? And I'm cool yeah. with that. He, he he doesn't really have to like, you know, level up again, but 
he kind of, I don't know how the power scaling is going to work, but he got washed like so easy. <laughs> I think honestly, like the power scaling might not change much. It might just be like, hey, we uh, have to call like our like mech, but we're not going to like get like super forms. They're like, this is the year before the Green Ranger, who was the first six Ranger. So there's not going to be like a Tommy in the show, you know? Oh, sweet. Yeah. I kind of like um, that. Yeah, right? Um, And then they have Champagne as the robots <laughs> like standing in the city, which is also dope. Yeah, I liked how the, uh, what's the name of the Zord or whatever it's called? Uh, When it's a big jet, it's Jet Hawken. When it's a Zord, it's Jet Icarus. Yeah, I like how they're like toasting like Jet Icarus was like in the background. Kind of felt like Gundam-like. Yeah, and like I like how the design is like a little bit technical a little bit weird like it didn't quite feel like it was like just like a walking toy you know mm. but no um fucking great episodes yeah man and next time of course um the preview we have is uh the jet man get helped by Ryu's grandma and the episode's called Ryu's marriage question mark so just th- this whole show is just in it yeah, side note, how addicting is the the opening? Jetto, right. jet. I even had my like fiance singing that shit. It's so crazy. She's like, Jetto, 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 man. <laughs> so good. Oh, it's good. And um I uh even the outro really solid. like the ending song. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's like smooth as fuck. Definitely like, and cool, I love like how wind it's, down. It's all like paper craft stuff too. So there's like that one photo of, of like guy like holding those two like cardboard cutout like girls as it says like cool guy over it was like oh this is fucking great mm-hmm. it's ridiculous um at some point we'll hear it but like i also know that um jet icarus has like a theme too that's just like super badass or whatever yeah and like next time um that's a uh, episodes seven and eight and i'm very excited there because i just uh don't know what's next but uh What's next for us has to be um, episode five and six of Kamen Rider Bill. So that is uh, Dangerous Identity and Moonsault of Anger. So build, uh, how would you say um, we've had like uh, this show so far? Like, has it been like, has it good for you or what do you think? Yeah, I've been enjoying it. And like the best thing about doing these these two shows is like they're completely opposite. So like mm-hmm. it's, it's you know, each show has like something going for it. And, you know, after watching Jetman and then going to Bill, it's like a smooth transition. Um, like this one is more like a mystery, like trying to figure out what happened to Sento and uh, you know, the mystery behind the Pandora's box. And, you know, I've been I've been loving that whole like wild goose chase and like the twists and turns. How about you? Yeah, like this was the intention, like, hey, let's make sure we're not caught in a slump of just like some stuff's happening in, in, in like <laughs> <Yeah>. Saber. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I've been like enjoying like how both these shows have gone, though I think uh, where Jetman's like very minimalist in like a lot of ways, <laughs> as far as like how it uses like its characters are like not minimalist, but very conservative. Build is kind of like maximalist. Build is like, let's just do as much as we can. And it has kind of a vibe. Uh, because um in, in like episode um five dangerous identity i'm like it even opens with this like this like two minute scene of them being like yes i'm the owner and i 
am not in Faust, but Mizora was kidnapped and I rescued her in some bottles. And also I was the astronaut that turned Japan to three countries. And it's like a kind of a very quick seed. Yeah, they're, st- they're still like setting a table, which I appreciate versus, you know, like they're not spoon feeding us the whole plot, but they're letting us know, even with the recaps at the beginning of the uh, episodes, it's kind of like letting you know, like we know it is kind of convoluted right now, but we're trying to make this as le- as smooth as possible. So I really do appreciate the narrate the narration so far. And I think it's useful, too, that like people in the world don't really know what happened. It just happened. For the most part, like, oh, two years ago, things got really messed up, you know? But yeah. Um, and then um, we hear um, from Sawa that she found out that Sento was in a band <laughs> with the most fucked up dude imaginable. <laughs> Yo, dude was like a meth head or something. His teeth was done. <laughs> All right, uh, His teeth was done out here. He had like a lock around his neck. And like a fro? I'm like, whoa, you got a lot going on there, bro. So I had his full <laughs> outfit written down. <laughs> if you want to hear it. All right, go for it. Uh, okay, so start from the bottom. Green Crocs with toes that were also furry. Uh, he was wearing an orange prison jumpsuit with the top half down. Uh, he was wearing <laughs> a black band tank top with a like yellow warning side on it. He was wearing um, one leather and like metal goth armband and one red checkered picnic basket goth <laughs> armband. He was wearing a leather choker with a lock on the front. He was <laughs> different. Also wearing pink glasses, <laughs> and he had fucked up teeth and a and like a wildly circular fro. <laughs> different. Yeah, and like he's also like a. Weird dumpy man. <laughs> like, what? What the fuck is this dude doing? Uh, I guess. I guess that what they thought people in bands dress like. I don't know. <laughs> There's definitely part of it where I'm like, hey, I hope like nobody tells me this is like fucking um a weird stereotype or something. There's something just like wildly out of place about it. Just yeah, like um, if that came out, I would yeah. totally believe it because it just is so out of place. <laughs> Though also like you watch like a enough anime too where like you know how sometimes they'll just introduce like a fucked up dude and be like, hey, like this is just like the episode where we have a fucked up dude for a minute. Yeah, and I appreciated his character for sure, a lot. Like his whole like uh you know, like former bandmate. That was wild to find out that uh Sinto was in a band and like he was like the reason why he went to that building. A lot going on there. And um Sento ends up getting a fight with Bloodstalk and like he gets his rider kick grabbed and like Bloodstalk's just like ah 3.2 hazard level yeah what was that about was he like absorbing it or I think it was just like too high level I guess like hey like your level's not high enough okay work on it um and yeah um it's cool then though because like um at that point Sento's very panicked so what he does is he comes home and makes a match and then makes like a weapon for it and like I like Liked how that was like not just what he does, that's like what he has to do. It's like, oh, I'm like dealing with shit. I I better come work so I can like process it and like let my like mind handle my emotions, you know? Yeah. Um 
and he has a new comic and ninja form. What'd you think of the form? I actually liked it. Like I like the purple and the yellow uh, look pretty good. You think? Yeah, you know I'm a weeb, so like anything dealing with manga, like the, the four panel sword, I'm like, oh, that's godly. Like that a lot. <laughs> yeah, they're falling like let's do Naruto and also every single ninja. Um and yeah, um Tetsuya gets turned into a like smash. Uh and then when Sento goes to help him, he fights Bloodstock again, but this time he's able to like hit him. And then like Stock's like, huh, your rage made you a three point seven instead of a three point two. That's good to know. And then like they escape with help. From Ryuga, uh, who then like uh, betrays Sento to re-smash up Tetsuyo so he can be followed to a like bad guy. Yeah, he's so reckless about that. That was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's not carried. He's like, hey, <laughs> remember me? That was crazy. I'm fugitive, but yeah. Um, and for him to be a fugitive, like a lot of people just like, yo, that's the guy that's a fugitive. <laughs> I'm like. That happens here too. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you just out here, like, just a whole fugitive. No disguise on, no nothing. Some kid sees him and is like, hey, mom and dad, that's that fugitive. <laughs> and like, they don't, they don't like proceed to call anyone to like report it or something. I, I'm not sure what's going on there, but it's just wild that he just doesn't have like sunglasses on or something, like a scarf to like conceal his identity. I don't know. He's not doing like a Captain America. I'm going to wear like a blue hat and sunglasses and hopefully nobody knows it's me. Yeah. Something. Man. And like also like I get that like murder isn't as common in Japan, but he murdered a dude. It's like what he's like on the run. for. That doesn't seem like it's that big. It, like there should be more news going on, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Cause he's still guilty. Like he said, like I'm doing this to prove my innocence. So like the kid seeing the guy is like, yo, that's the guy that killed somebody. It's <laughs> just like, you know, not even like trying to like they didn't even scream or anything they're just like oh yeah that is who <laughs> must have been like a slow news day I guess but <laughs> yeah uh, and then next episode they have a base in Skywall but then um, Sedgo like rescues um, Ryuga and then they fight and the fight seems like fun because they're like using their powers and then like he tries to transform, but he like can't and like hurts himself too, which is very interesting. I like that, yeah. Um, and then uh, Seto learns about the gas being emitted from the sky wall and gets a like a uh, hair boner. And then there's this weird scene <laughs> where <laughs> Mizora and Sawa are like hanging out, having some bread or pizza, oh, yeah. or whatever they're doing. <laughs> and Sawa's like, "Hey, Mizora." You have a boyfriend and she's like a boyfriend and then she's like yeah do you like that dude or that dude she's like oh do I like that dude or that dude and she's doing like the Austin Powers like I'm gonna like make like bottles pop and get things everywhere thing and then Seto comes and says I love and she's like love and then he's like I love finding an opening in Foster's Skywall <laughs> okay yeah so are they trying to ship her with the uh... Sento or Ryuga? Because I, I assume that they're going to ship them with the Ryuga, right? But she has a crush on Sento, I guess? Maybe? I, I don't know. Some like, kind this, of triangle's going on for sure. It seems like, yeah. <laughs> P- 
personally, so far, the vibe I've gotten is uh, that like Sawa and Sento seem to be kind of like a thing more. But also, I know that the major ship coming out of this show from the fandom is uh, the boys, though. Like the boys, who everybody shit. <laughs> yeah, like Seto and like Banjo. People that are like, "Damn, these guys sh- should fuck." <laughs> A lot of bromance going on, huh? In Rider, there aren't that many straight romances that the fandom likes. They're not like, "Oh, this is great." No, they're like, "Yeah, let's get a Yuri and let's get <laughs> disaster and let's get a." Oh, they like it messy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, when you said that, the first thing I imagined was the fucking uh, giant peanut butter sandwich from um, like Double Dare. I was just like, oh, <laughs> just get That's a random thought. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> no, we're just in that. Uh, but yeah, um, then they go to the base and they have a way in and they find out that they were both dosed with the gas to him smash, but they didn't. And like Sento goes rage mode, but they work together and they save everybody after a new dragon robot that Sento made for Banjo uh, saves him from being poisoned. And yeah. And then there's like a whole thing at the end where it's like, hey, you couldn't have been this and that. And also you might have killed that doctor. So yeah, nice little cliffhanger going on. A lot of cliffhangers. I'm wondering if they could keep that momentum up, honestly. But who knows? Where do you like what's your theory right now on like where we see like the show going, I guess? You know, I was I was asking myself that earlier, especially after this last episode. I'm just like, okay, so this little case of who killed was it Katsurigi? Is that the guy's yeah. name? Has been going on for what, six episodes now? So I'm not sure how long this is gonna last. I'm not sure where they're going with it. Cause I don't really see them going to court or being like, yo. My guy Ryuga's innocent. This guy did it. You know what I'm saying? Like, are they going to turn somebody into the police or something like that? So I don't really know if they're ever going to find out who did it anytime soon. Um, I also don't see Ryuga going back to, you know, confinement or anything. But this guy, uh, what's his name? Himoro? He's super yeah. sus, though. So I think yeah, he, he is. I think he definitely had something to do uh, with the the whole incident that's going on because... Anytime something fishy's going on, they always zoom in on him. So I'm like, he's definitely got some weird vibes. So I'm assuming he has something to do with it. And uh, I'm assuming that he also has something to do with the the uh, the whole panel thing. So he may actually be, I don't think he's a rogue, but I think he's, I don't know if he's bloodstock either, but he's definitely like going to be part of that crew. I feel like. What do you think? Yeah. Um, my feeling is that um, this show maybe it's going to have like different mysteries. It's going to be like, Oh, we solved the mystery of this murder mm-hmm. and now we got to solve the mystery of this. Maybe like that's how they'll do it. Cause I don't see them like stretching out, for example, this one murder for 50 episodes. Like I want, it's probably closer to like, we find out new arc time, you know? Yeah. Six episodes for this to be going on is, you know, stretching it, but it's still engaging at the same time. So I'm not in a rush to find out who it is. If they want to like drag it out a little bit longer. But uh, I wonder, yeah, I'm wondering what's going on with the owner, because like he did say that he like interacted like he was on Mars and then he doesn't remember or like he did stuff that like. Yeah. Did you buy that story? I mean, I feel like he kind of yada yada. So I'm like, I don't really know if I believe. Yeah. 
what he's saying because he's like, I did this for you to become build. I'm like, so you don't follow up that? Like, why? <laughs> I wouldn't mind it if like we had a scene of the two being like, yeah, but we live in his house, so we're not going to worry too much about this right now. Like, we'll like worry about it, but we're, like we're living in his house. Let's just kind of go with the flow for now. Like, I don't know. Um, and then like they kind of yada yada that, you know, Foss kidnapped Missouri. I'm like, yo, that's kind of big. Can we go back to like how the fuck they pulled that off? <laughs> but yeah, it's still so much to unpack with the show, which is while I'm like still looking forward to watching it. And there was that one conversation between um, Rogue and like Bloodstock about like, hey, I'm just trying to make these two stronger. <laughs> yeah. So like, I'm wondering, is there like just the canon of the show is like, hey, we got to get them to hazard level 10 in order to unlock the Pandora box or something. I don't know. Like, yeah, it's like they're uh, playing with their food right now. Yeah, which is fun. Um, but yeah, I hope that. um we see some interesting stuff done with like their opposition. Cause as of right now, I don't want it to just be like writer and writer. Like I hope they like have more interesting monsters so far that they've like, just they've been fodder. Yeah. They briefly showed uh Tatsuya, but they, I guess, you know, Sinto just rode off with them on a bike. They really didn't get into that. So uh, we'll see. Yeah. And like, I would assume too, that like, they'll get more into like the countries like stuff too. Cause that's what I'm waiting for. Yeah. Two more countries. Yeah. So that is a, n- another solid set of two episodes. And uh, the next two ones for build are called the devil scientist and memory starts to talk. So, okay. That's a lot. That, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like that gonna... implies some things. Yeah. That just leaves me with three important questions. For you, Senpai. Uh, who are your top three characters? <laughs> top three. Uh, <clears throat> gotta go with Gray, number one. Uh, number two guy. <laughs> and I feel like I'm pressed to pick somebody from Build. So, who did I like from Build? Yeah, you could sweep if there's nobody from Build. Yeah. Uh, so I'll go back to Jetman and I was, uh, Tran. <laughs> Ooh, that's a compelling argument right there. <laughs> Tran has those fucking sunglasses. Yeah. That's good as hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bill, Bill, I feel like it was averages all aboard, around the board. Nobody really stood out. No, Bill kind of needs like a standout character, I think. So, yeah, I thought, that comes I up thought Ban- Banjo would be the guy, but he kind of like took a backseat. And, uh, I mean, we'll see. Do we you- got plenty of episodes to come. Do you think he starts doing more? Do you think he gets like that, like writer nod at some point? Yeah, they kind of alluded to it when he like put on a belt, and it was like it doesn't match you. It's not a one size fit all. So I assume that they're going to build a or they're going to make a belt just for him because uh, they said like the bottle is starting to take over him, like his personality or something like that. So I I figured the belt would avoid that from happening. So I think he's going to get a belt within the next few episodes. What do you think? Yeah, probably. Like I um have noticed how like they haven't called Rogue or like Bloodstock like Rider, so Yeah, that probably true. means they'll make some more. Yeah, that's true. But no, um I think that could do more for his characters. Like it's like he's very like backseat right now. Um I'd probably agree with your other like assessment on those characters though, because damn, but 
what was our favorite monster or effect that we saw? <laughs> favorite monster. Gotta gotta go to house dimension. Yeah. With all the tentacles you can't and stop stuff that. like that. Yeah, that's tough. Um, that mouth is great. Perfect yeah, mouth. awesome. Very awesome. Uh, yeah, Bill really didn't have a, a standout monster at all these last two episodes. Mostly writers and then we had uh, whatever Tatsuya turned into. What was that? Like a gear? Like a bike gear? Like a bike it was chain? Press? So maybe hydraulic press? Okay. I was, I, it looked like yeah. a bike chain like folded up together. I'm going to make a very bold prediction here. Okay. I think that um, Jetman is going to sweep build in the in the monster designs and effects and like that stuff. I don't see build winning this more than maybe once or twice. Yeah, because they're down what three zero or o three right yeah, now. Three zero. <laughs> it's gonna be hard to like make up that kind of ground. Remember that faucet? <laughs> yeah, you had a uh, row dimension. Was it faucet dimension? House dimension? And I could yeah. barely remember any of the monsters from build. To be honest with you, yeah, if I was pressed to answer, they have like certain effects, like their like suits and their mecha stuff. It's like, oh, this is just like looks good in a way. I'm not sure if Bill has that in it. Like, maybe it'll be like, and here for our third writer is this cool motherfucker, but probably not. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> One category that I think Bill might be able to secure a like win in, but what's the best fit for this week? Best fit? Oh, I had one, but I forgot. Oh, yeah. Uh, standout fit would have to be Sento as a rock, the rocker. That was the most standout Ooh. one. Not Tatsuya, his friend. Yeah, one of those two. I just felt like Tatsuya was like <laughs> two out there. But uh, standout was definitely uh, uh, most shocking was Sento as a rock rock person. But I'll say more, most standout was Tatsuya. What you got? Yeah, Tatsuya just uh, what a dude. What yeah, a just a lot going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he looks like he's in like a tokusatsu commercial for like Mucinex or something. I don't even know what that dude <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, you think we see him again? Uh, maybe in like a oh do it guys like pan to the people they've saved shot but probably not in like a plot line you know. Maybe like in like two episodes like he's back and he got a haircut and some better clothes and he's just like hey what's up guys. I'm part of the cast now. Yeah, I just remember in uh, Zero One, we always got excited when we saw like old uh, side characters, like in the like in like the uh, yeah episodes towards the end. Like, oh, there's Tatsuya. He's still around. So we'll see. This is the kind of show where I could definitely see people like come back and be like, "Hey, we ha- had a prison break from like Faust, and all these old characters are back." You know, so maybe we'll be back. Yeah, not even like a huge role, just like a you know like. A- quick clip yeah be like, oh man it's that dude <laughs> yeah great that, that's all i need yeah but speed what you need uh when you're uh, not talking about Tokusatsu and maybe talking about the, the live action one piece cast where can people find you set by you can find me on twitter and instagram and twitch under copacetic senpai where can they find you kip i doing more on like um twitch senpai because i I don't think you've mentioned Twitch before, really. Oh, yeah. I've been trying to get back on there. Um, I just downloaded freaking God of War. How old is that game? Something about streaming that for a little bit. Um, 
trying to get back into gaming. I've been searching for like a TV show or anime to get into. And maybe you ever get to like one of those points in your life, you just get burnt out with like certain content you're watching. You're like, I need a break and just do something else. Yeah. I've wanted to have like a new anime for a while. <laughs> I, um, yeah, man. It's like being single and you're like, I just want to, can't find the right one. <laughs> so I'm like, maybe I'll go back to video games for a little bit. No, yeah. Um, I recently played Inscription, which is like a, it's like a card game video game, but it's like half card game, half like room escape. Like when you're not playing the card game, like you're in like this like cabin trying to figure out how to leave, but you're also being watched by the person like who you're playing cards with. And it's like very creepy. Yeah, that sounds, where'd you find that at? Oh, it's on like Steam and stuff. It's like a oh, I'm so pretty jealous Steam. Game. Yeah. Uh, I play a lot of like games like that that like fit in more than like God of War because like that game was probably like forty hours for me, you know. Yeah, and that's why I'm like, should I even start this? Because I definitely don't have the time to finish it. <laughs> so it's like an hour a month. I don't know, but uh, just trying it out. Maybe get a quick hour in before bed, and then maybe I'll get it attached to it. Yeah, but no. Uh, when uh. I'm not talking about this. You could find uh, me on Twitter.com and James Forge. You could find the podcast at Common Ride with me on Twitter and Instagram. There's CommonRide.com for links to episodes and articles. There's CommonRide.com slash episodes if you want to get direct links to different apps for the episodes. There is CommonRide.com slash merch if you want to see our merch with proceeds going to the Trevor Project. And yeah, there's podcast at CommonRide.com for questions and stuff. And please send in a review Apple Podcasts. Uh, we like those and they help us reach goals and we're getting pretty close to another contest or a giveaway, not a contest. Cause yeah, but no. Uh, and with that, what do we got to let them know? Like what do we leave them with? What do we tell them? I don't know. Um, what do we learn today? <laughs> that uh, gray is inspiration to all. We got the vinyl wine, black and mild came out blessed. Yeah, sometimes can't find the right anime, can't find the right video game, can't find the right like woman, like you said. <laughs> but you can find the right <laughs> just any song that you listen to on gramophone is gonna sound better. Every wine that you have in a glass, every black and mild that you have <laughs> lit by your own robot finger. Enjoy life. <laughs>